Comics Unlimited 12 is in the house, and we're going to discuss it right now. Welcome to the Comics Unlimited podcast with your hosts, Glenn B. Fleming and Ted Davis. Good day, everybody. My name is Ted Davies. I'm an artist and author and a publisher, co-publisher of these amazing books. It's amazing magazines with this guy here. Who's this guy next to me? Uh, as usual, it's Glenn Fleming. I'm a writer, artist and publisher and I'm the co-publisher of this fantastic magazine. There's another one. Yes. And issue 12 is on Amazon right now. You go to uh, my page, Glenn B. Fleming page, and you'll be able to pick all 12 editions up, 12, 12 issues. Right. And digital or in uh, Yeah. The huh? number number 12 isn't ready in digital yet, but that's on its okay. way. But the other the other 11, you've got no excuse, paper or e- e-book or both. Right. Why not? And, Why not? and if you're, you're a comic collector or uh, you've got a comic collector in your family, or that you know someone that would appreciate the comics history, what's going on now, what's what went on in comics the yeah. last uh, what hundred years. Easy, uh, yeah. that's, this is part of it. So and don't um, forget. Wanna, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, don't just yeah. before you do the Cashmans. It's a hundred pages. That means there's there's twelve hundred pages or thereabouts of comics history in all these issues. One hundred pages per issue. Wow, apart from, apart and, from one issue. And in that too, I mean, we're documenting we're documenting some amazing things that you might not know about in, yeah. in comics. So uh, we want to talk about Cashman's comics real quick. The sponsors of the show, John Cashman is in Bay city, Michigan has been there 26 years. Say hello to him and Petey, the guard dog. Petey just had surgery this week. Hello. So he's uh, recovering. Um, so hopefully he's doing well. Uh, so we send our regards to uh, Petey, the guard dog. And uh, if you need anything as far as comics go, uh, John will ship it uh, worldwide. So as long as you pay for the product and the shipping. So thank you again, John. Um, okay, and then let's get your. Um, I want to get the uh, link over here. The link will be in the description, of course, but also you guys can check out Glenn B. Fleming's page and pick up uh, Comics Unlimited uh, on his page on Amazon. Uh, it's the best way to do it, and uh, pretty affordable too for for the amount of. I think um, it's yeah. You know, for the amount per issue and everything else, it's it's an amazing. I think it's a it's a great. Uh, testament uh, to the medium. So thank you guys for listening to that and uh, being part of this today. We're going to talk about uh, issue number 12. We got, like they say, we got issues, right? We do. Yeah. We've got 12 issues. Yeah. Uh, like I said, lots of pages of stuff, lots of great artwork in there. We've got on, on this issue, we've got an interview with, with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, cause I figured, well, if I can't be interviewed, nobody can be. We've also got an interview with uh, Russ Leach, who's doing some fantastic yeah, work. I'm looking forward to reading that. Really yeah. going through that one. Um, let's bring up the co- the uh, actual the the cover, oh, which is, is uh, I think it's going to be awesome that you uh, that you showcase this a bit. Tell everybody about Hatch. What we're well, talking about? Yeah, Hatch is a character I created way way back, and I've introduced him into the pages of Comics Unlimited in his own strip and things like that, or various poster type drawings. Uh, he's also got his, his own book. His new book's coming out soon. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. This was originally going to be launched on Indiegogo, but uh, a publisher uh, wants to publish it. Uh, so it'll be coming out in the summer sometime with a publisher called New Haven. They Excellent. they publish and print worldwide. So this should be available in the United States and Australia and Africa and Europe and everywhere Excellent. else. Congratulations. Uh, uh, thank you. And I can't wait. The two reasons I can't wait. One is because I can't wait. And one is because this artwork now is over a year old and I'm yeah. sick of looking at it. But I have to say, and I'm going to blow my own trumpet here. I was looking at it just before we came on it and it's pretty good. It's a fantastic. Well, I own, I own it. Thanks to uh, Glenn sending me the page or uh, the book. And uh, it is, it's just such a great character anyway. And I know you've got a lot going on with the, uh, the publishing side of it, traditional side of publishing now, which yes. I think is fantastic. And it goes to show you that, you know, when you're doing, get your stuff out there whether you you've been an independent publisher for how long i mean oh, years and years and years long time, and so yeah, yeah yeah so you can you know go with if, if people offer you something and you feel like it's it sound go for it you know what do you have yeah. to lose um well, but you yeah. know there are there's some caveats to that you have to you know there's some things you have to be aware of but more power the, to you man that's fantastic it's great thanks the, the main problem is is as i said to you before we came on mm -hmm. is that although it's great to have somebody taking care of it for you it is a little frustrating because you do end up waiting for people not that they're, they're not they're not dragging their feet they've got other things to do i mean it's the publishers they've got other books to put out uh, i just think that they should just put my book out but <laughs> that's my opinion but um you know they should do mine first but uh, yeah i'm looking forward <laughs> looking forward to the hatch coming out and there he is on the cover of this comics limited number 12 and he's also right. As you'll notice, he's got number, issue number seven in his hand. Of course. So, so he's reading a, he's reading our magazine about himself, but he would because he doesn't know about anything else. That's, that's the trick. That, with, that's his, the rub. With, his, with his Superman outfit on. That's right. We're going to go through the, uh, I'm going to bring up the other uh, part of uh, the reviews and everything else here in a second here. Let me get this downloaded here. And then we will bring that up. Just give me one second. Okay, and I'm going to stop sharing, and then I'll bring this up. Just give me one minute while I get this mess worked out here. Apologize, guys. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, – I'm really – is that better? There you go. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to uh, this setup here. Of course, there's our amazing mug shots there. Um, we're going to go through – there he is. There's the interview, the man of the hour. Um, this is nice too because you brought in a lot of different artwork uh, that you've done. Yeah, that that this year. A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people will have seen seen that before. But that's uh, one of the paintings I did for a book I wrote about my my dad. My dad yeah. was a paratrooper on D Day. I mean, beat that, you know. No, yeah, and, and there's that's, no. Um, that's uh, one of the pieces of artwork, and that's that book is on Amazon. It's called Eight Seconds. Mm -hmm. Which get this, I'll just say this about this book. Eight seconds is the time my 19-year-old father took to leave the aircraft door and be on the ground. Eight yeah. seconds, 500 feet. And it, it was at night, nighttime? It was at 2 o'clock in the morning onto, onto a, a water-flooded uh, field. Swamp, bog. Uh, four foot deep. He didn't know. You couldn't. They couldn't see. They thought it was the ground. They couldn't see. They it hit that freezing cold. Sure. Pitch pitch black. Uh, he's got 
whatever i don't know what how much his kit weighed but he's got oh, all his kit 100 pounds at least yeah. at least i was gonna say 130 pounds and then and then his parachute fell on the water and he had to get the knife and cut the risers and cut through the canvas and then get out and so he's wet through in occupied france with germans everywhere <laughs> so just unbelievable it's just i mean and he was 19 unbelievable there it is there there's the yeah uh, there's the blue, yeah that's good yeah. well i'm glad you interviewed um i mean i'm glad you put this all together i mean then there's amazing hatch uh artwork i love the way you do your inks you do some amazing the colors are just so good you can't get that with digital no i, I don't think i mean maybe I, you I, can but i don't think i've never seen it you know these are these these are the four books that the, the new haven are publishing uh, they're publishing uh 10 manchester united tens first Mm -hmm. uh, that's in production now. Different cover, actually, the finish on that. So that's just a preliminary cover that was uh, had at got the it. time. I've changed I'm that. So happy that they got the Jack Kirby book in that. Yeah, in the, and in the Jack Kirby run. and a children's book, Little Green Tree, and there's Hatch, obviously. It's fantastic. Tell everybody about the Little Green Tree. That was um, don't know. Yeah, that was that's a children's book I wrote. I wrote. Um, what I do is as a as a writer and artist, I sort of you know keep my eyes open a lot. If you understand. Mm -hmm. And I was flying across, get this, I was flying across the, the Grand Canyon in a small plane, little Cessna plane. And I was just looking at it. And, it, and if, if, you, if you've not been, go and see it. It's wonderful. And flying, flying across the, the Grand Canyon or along the Grand Canyon, you're not allowed to go into it because too many people don't come out when they're in a plane. Sure. You know? oh, it's you're not, a lot of so high winds. You have a lot. Yeah, there's a ton That's of That's right. Anyway, so I saw, I remember looking out the window and there was a, a group of trees that, that, like a forest that went to a point and the point was right on the edge of the canyon mm. and from the angle i was i was flying and the, the sun i could see that the trees were casting shadows mm -hmm. and all of the shadows went into the canyon except the little guy at the front he didn't seem to have a shadow because the, all the shadows were smothering his shadow so to speak so mm. i just clocked that came back and wrote this book and it's all about this little green tree and he the, and all the other, all his brothers and sisters are, are standing at the edge of the Grand Canyon and they can all see him because when the sun comes up and the shadow, the shadows creep towards the edge and then go over the edge and his doesn't because he's not big enough. And they all tease him and bully him and ridicule him because he's never seen in the canyon. And yeah. all he wants to do is see in the canyon. And the story unfolds as to what happens. Uh, you know, Very cool. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to give it away, but it just goes no. to show that everything you see and hear and touch and smell and taste, mm -hmm. to me, can be written about or drawn absolutely can be experienced yeah. that way sure and one thing about you too is you take uh you, we, we've talked about this on several different shows but opportunities are made yeah. are given and made and you've you've got you've you've done you've taken advantage think, of both yeah i so, think the opportunities in life for the most part are already in front of your face you have yeah. to take them i agree you have to make the most of your opportunity and like you say if you if the opportunity to do something isn't quite clear make it happen yeah period now which crikey, is what I, which is what sorry, sorry yeah. which is what i did with jack kirby oh I right flew, absolutely. i flew halfway around the world to see him i did that <laughs> twice you took that bull by the horns man yeah. that was uh you know now crikey was uh quite an established uh piece yeah. of uh, work that you put together uh tell people yeah, that, about that it was a magazine i produced in the in the arts and uh it was about british comics mm -hmm. mainly 99 british comics we did let, let the odd thing creep in uh, it was a great magazine. It started off, I did it with two other guys, but they just left after a few issues. 
and I did it myself along with Tony Ingram, who's my editor at, and he's editor on uh, Comics Limited as well. Yep. Uh, writes great articles. Uh, it was black and white, 52 page black and white. And there came a point where I was getting, I had about 300 subscribers. There was, came a point where, and where I either stopped doing it or went up a level. For, yeah, yeah. So I put it into borders. Mm-hmm. Now, the borders, it was 52 pages in black and white, and they wouldn't, and bi monthly, they wouldn't take that. So I had to change it to a monthly 84 page full color. Wow. And then it went into borders. It cost me a lot of money because you have to pay to go oh, in. Sure. Yeah. Know, yeah. All that. Yeah. And then, you know, several thousand pounds it cost me to just for them just to open the door and let the box in. Mm-hmm. And then after two issues, when sales were picking up, subs were picking up, boom, borders went down. Yeah, and I lost all my stock. They didn't pay me for the second issue, and it just went bust. But I decided after my head clearing after a few weeks because I was devastated because I lost oh, sure, a lot of money, sure. and all, it wasn't all my, wasn't anything to do with my fault. It wasn't my fault in any way. And I decided with Tony to to go back to the fifty-two page color. But with then it, when we got to issue sixteen, we we folded because it 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 got to the same point, and I wasn't prepared to not to put another. 10,000 quid in sure you know <laughs> so so that so that ended but you took the opportunity yeah. and you know i think you you're better for it because you learned and you got through it and it still well, has it's still a great piece it's a great work i mean it's I re- a great run so. it is a fantastic magazine uh uh i have um many years ago on apollo 11 there were the, the command module pilot mike collins mm-hmm. i read an interview with him and he said this mission won't fail because of me. And that's what he wasn't being big headed. He just, he, no. he, he was just hundred percent professional and mm-hmm. that's what they all did it. They all did their job and it worked. And that's my philosophy. It won't fail because of me. And crikey didn't fail because of me. Yeah. Those are words to live by. You yeah. know, you can do everything you possibly can to make sure that that, you know, yeah. the circumstances around it, you can't control, but you can definitely control your reaction and your, um, your inputs and your to the best of your abilities. I mean, and yeah. that's, I think that's true in life. That's something definitely. You know, that... It's like people say, uh, I'm not going to write a book because nobody will read it. So you, so I would say, well, how many are you going to read it if you don't write it? <laughs> right. Exactly. So, that's it. So if you're not going to write. Because things if are, things, you might, you might be able to make your opportunities and you might be able to change things and people's opinions. But you can only go so far, especially yeah. in this game with publishing. Like I said, I'm I'm frustrated in a sort of a nice way, in a way. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not screaming at the walls, but I'm waiting for people now to come back to me to further the books being produced. Whereas before I could just put them out whenever I wanted. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you, so you do have to work with like you say, share with people, work with people. Yeah, you have because there's there's always somewhere on the line that you're going to need somebody else. You're going to have to collaborate. And, you yeah. know, and like I said before, there's no, I really don't think there's any self-made men or women. Uh, there's got to be, you can say that you're self-made or whatever, but there's always somebody that you can, you have to at least acknowledge that they had some input. Yeah. Um, I still like this piece. Uh, this is, I mean, that you, when, when you first sent this over and I saw this uh, last year, I really, I really like this piece. That's um, yeah, go ahead. That, that's win. from uh, uh, a science fiction illustrated science fiction book that I'm writing called The Amazing Mr. Kuiper. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you know what happens at the end, but yes. so we're not, we're not yeah. going to reveal that. No, but th- this is uh, it's um, 
it's unusual. Let's put it that yeah, way. It, it, on, they're, unusual they're, is a good word. Yep. They're, on, they're on a space station and uh, things happen. So I'll just leave it at that. But it's now, set, set a long way from home. I'm glad that you put the, these, because I love the Thunderbirds. Uh, I know yeah. that there's a lot of us that do. Uh, I'm glad that you put this in the, what's this article? I'm, I'm Again, I'm, I'm, I'm going to read this in it, full, but tell it, everybody what's going it on. It just tells you about Thunderbirds being in, t- there's a, there was a comic in the mid sixties called um, TV Century 21. Right. And we did a show on that. Um, we if you did, yeah. haven't seen it, you and I did a show on that, which was fascinating. The artwork, everything. Go ahead. Yeah, and this is and this is this is about the Thunderbirds appearing in that magazine with artwork. Mm-hmm. If you scroll up, well, it's all from Frank Bellamy. I mean, look at that. Just amazing. Frank, I mean, Frank the guy Bellamy, was just a, a machine. Amazing. Yeah, Frank Bellamy is he? He died very young. He's only fifty nine. He died in nineteen seventy six. But he's one of the best British artists ever. I think and, so. And he, it's just wonderful. Look at that. It's just absolutely present com- wonderful. Yeah, present company excluded. Of course, yes. yeah. And it's yeah. all hand-painted. It's all hand-lettered. It's all on the board. I've, I've it's amazing. Seen, I mean, it's I've amazing. I've actually seen one of these boards, and the, the, you can't see my hands are this big. Can you see my hands? <laughs> they're yeah. huge, and they're just done in uh, Dr. Martin, uh, Dr. Martin's inks and all this kind of stuff. Just incredible. Is it Dr. Martin, or is it some, something, something like that? And it's just wonderful artwork. Beautiful. Incredible. And it, you know, yeah, that was, I mean, and it, it shows the era um, of what, it's just incredible. I just love yeah. it. Well, this I is, I think it. this is done for about 1966 or something. Yeah. And when I, I didn't see that piece, but I saw a piece from then. And mm-hmm. the, the inks were just uh, incredible. Huh? Yeah. Like they've been done that morning, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Just Which awesome. Is why I mean, I really. Them. Yeah. It's uh, Prince Valiant of the 60s. <clears throat> I mean, it really, it's beautiful. Beautiful it's stuff. Beautiful. Yeah. Then we got the Russ man, Russ Leach. Yeah, Russ <laughs> Leach. He, he, I'm glad that we he, did a special on him. That's good. Yeah, he has a, he has this book out, mm-hmm. which you can get, which I recommend highly because this I don't read a lot of comics these days, but the artwork is absolutely fantastic in it. Yeah, it's really what I hate the term, but old school. He this Russ knows how to tell a story and he knows yes. how to draw, and and it's just a fantastic book and it's a really nicely put together book and everything. That's really good. good. And, so we and did an interview with him. Yes. Go ahead. I'm gonna. So I'm gonna say. So we did an interview with him, mm-hmm. and uh, this is his artwork and everything. Beautiful. So, I love Deadpool. Anyway. <clears throat> but yeah, that's great. Good stuff, man. Yeah, he's well, he, he's awesome. He does yeah, a good I, job, and he's a good interview too. We and we spent yeah. you and I have spent a lot of time uh, with him on different shows and that he's just great. Yeah. Well, the thing is about this issue with these two issues, uh, sorry, yeah. two, two interviews, they are long interviews, but I thought, well, I want to promote him and yeah. I want to promote my work as well. So, it, and as, and as we're sort of uh, a couple of months between issues, one of them would have been redundant. And I thought, well, you know, let's go for it. Cause it, it is interesting. Um, yes. Especially Russ's interview because he draws Dr. Who, Mm-hmm. He draws Batman. He's drawing Batman at the moment. He's just yes. starting uh, some new Doctor Who work, um, and it's and as you can see, it's fabulous. fabulous he's great. Artwork. No, yeah, and he's a good chap too, and he's a nice guy. Yeah, yep, yep. And uh, <clears throat> like I said, we uh, we appreciate him greatly. I'm glad that uh, you took the initiative and took the opportunity to show, yeah, and uh, showcase him a bit because he's he's awesome. All right, what is core here? That's a comic from way, way, way back. Um, yeah. nine, late, late, uh, what was it? 70, early 70s. 
and it's just one it's just like a beano type of thing yeah, like a, yeah. you know a, a fun comic just with as you can see crazy characters in sure you know that's fun, worth though. a look i don't think it lasted very long but it's worth a look if you can get it yeah it didn't last too long but it's good got it all right and then we've got ed <clears throat> yeah uh, dean hunter is gein or gein gein this this is another book this is why i wanted this in uh, lucifer's a friend of mine and yeah. he's written this book uh, he's written the book and he's got this i can't remember the, the artist guy's name that's terrible isn't it and um but it's it's fantastic ed gein is a true as a real person mm-hmm. and he was a murderer a mass murderer and mm. it's 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 really it's got a really good quirky uh comic Take attitude it, yeah of a love not it. of a not so um funny story but it really is worth a read it's very good i mean look at that graphic yeah. <laughs> that's cool though i mean i'm really liking the artwork a lot and i'm glad that you did everything in the red that's just yeah. awesome it looks so good well i designed the magazine as well so i like to put yeah. it together but beautiful I, it, yeah. it had to be in red <laughs> there was no other yeah. uh other way of doing it all right and i'm definitely gonna enjoy that one dave gibbons oh there you yeah. go well I mean, dave he, gibbons of watch we talk friend. about him a lot you do yeah. anyway yeah he did watch he drew watchmen with and Alan Moore wrote it and yeah. this was uh his what happened when he uh, on his saturday when he got his comics when he was a kid yes um and these are the comics that he got and you know eagle and everything and kirby there well yeah. that's not kirby but it's a fury uh howling commandos thing yes so uh you know crossing mediums yeah, this this is an interesting article by Jodie McPhee of uh, mm. does his own podcast. Another great twist on things. Joe is a uh, he has a comic out about the, uh, wrestling and all this kind of thing, and it's just mm. is I think his artwork is great. It, it's not um, um, I don't know what the word is. Not not like the mainstream type of art. He draws these quirky characters. I think they're brilliant. But he writes about the uh, you know toxic fandom thing in this and understood just just a great read you know he's just he's really interesting he's a nice good. guy as well always always a good read with uh when joe has uh something to say there's the rocketeer i love the rocketeer oh. one of my favorites one of my favorites dave stevens what a great artist oh yeah oh yeah i've got uh my uh couple of my shelves full of that stuff mm-hmm. all right the crunch the crunch is another uh comic i don't i don't remember this comic actually this is a tony uh wrote this uh, I don't remember this at all, but uh, it just shows you the the wealth of oh, the diversity of it all. Yeah. yeah, if you look there on that one, Ebony, yeah. that's uh, Carlos Esquera artwork. Oh, really? Wow. Of, of Judge Dredd, you know. Yeah. And because yeah. because it, it's funny, isn't it? When you when you look into these things, you find out that it's the same five people drawing them all, <laughs> right? Or, it's and the writing truth. them all. It's the truth. But, but I, I uh, this is what 1979, so I, I wasn't mm-hmm. buying comics then. But um, just a nice Tony. Just it's only two pages, and Tony just such great little yeah, articles. But, they, but articles, it's something it? I would not have known of. I mean, that's great. I mean, that's that's what the book's about. This is what Comics Unlimited is all about. Yeah. to educate well, even us that are seasoned collectors and that we're yeah. we still learn. And then of course we've got the you know the Randy man. <clears throat> yeah, the third part of his history of our com- Arrow Comics. Um, yeah, it's it's great. Randy, uh, Randy again is a, is a is a great great bloke. Source, yeah, um, yeah. And he's a great uh, cartoonist, mm-hmm. and he cre- he's not drawn all these, but he he's done. Uh, he does his own artwork and everything. He, he writes a lot. He does podcasting. 
Yep. There's such the, the, pretty I'll prolific say, guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say this. Let's sound really syrupy sweet, but I don't care. I, over this past couple of years since COVID, mm-hmm. I've been on these podcasts and I've met so many fantastic people. You're one of them. Thank you. And, I appreciate and that. Just met well, so ditto, many. Man. Ditto. Yeah, yeah. Met so many fantastic people and creative and uh, artistic people. It's yeah. it's it's great for me. I love it. I just love working with these people. You know, going on coming on this with you and going on Randy's shows. I just love it. It's just it, great. It's become you know we, we've taken chaos and and made a comfort out of it now. It's yeah. been great because it's been um, we've collaborated and and I. Yeah, I didn't know you. Uh, you know, no. I didn't know a lot of these people. Say, say ten years ago, I didn't even mm-hmm. know you guys existed. And then all of a sudden, boom! You know, this just—it's just been incredible. It's just incredible. Well, if we've—if anything came out of the pandemic, it's that. Yeah, it's yeah. I would say that you, know? you create your own uh, yeah, situations again. again because right. what happened with COVID? You know, as, as we all know, the world closed down. Sure. So we all went inward, back into further back into our caves. Right. And I discovered people on, online podcasts and then we and then boom <laughs> and then this whole world happened yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's a fantastic uh you know it's just amazing spank the monkey um i i have quite a few of these i've got number one signed by randy i used to collect these when i was uh uh in college and um, right. it, it was hilarious when i when yeah. i and i didn't know i did not know um randy at that time uh, I met him much, much later when my father-in-law, my father-in-law actually worked for him. And we ended up meeting after that and during COVID, during this whole mess. And he only lived three streets from you. Uh, right. No, he, he left a little bit for a little, little bit further than that. But um, actually, no, it was it was right before COVID. But um, yeah, fast. Spank the Monkey is a great cartoon. Very funny uh, play on words. And um, the character is great. Yeah, but yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, the. But I'm just saying that it's such a great, uh, he's a, quite a talent, uh, Randy yeah. is. Yeah. So I'm glad that we wrote, to, I'm glad that he had a chance to uh, express where Arrow is from and where hopefully where it's going, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Mike Noble, another, now another this, great one. Another great this, one. The guy in the blue j- jacket there, Dave yeah. Houston, he's a friend of mine. Yeah. And, uh, he got to, I don't know, I hate him, you know, because he got to meet Mike Noble several sure. times. Sure. And obviously there's Mike. Mike died a couple of years ago. It was about 88. Right. Or I, I saw yeah. our, uh, uh, doc, not documentary. I guess it was a documentary on him. Yeah. And it was awesome. It was really good to see his studio, a uh, small room that he had and at, at later in life. And yeah, fantastic. Yeah. If you just, wow, just be, if you just go back, yes. if you look to the side of him, he's got a risen artwork there framed, and you can see the colors are just as vibrant. That's from 1965. Yeah. Amazing. And this is from, I don't know when this was, uh, just only a few years ago. Yeah. So that look at the art, look at the inks he's using there for that artwork. Crazy. And it's all there, uh, you know. And he was, he was, uh, another, another Beautiful. fantastic. That, that is, fantastic. Let me tell you the story of that fireball XL5 page on the right there. But the, the, yeah. the space is gray. I yeah. can't remember that he was told when he got the job back in 1965. Mm-hmm. He was told by the editor that they were going to use um, photogravure, this is called. It's like photographic. It's a magazine printing style that had yeah. just come in at the time. It really uh, new, you know, and really pushed the boundaries of printing. So Mike didn't know anything about it. So he, the, the editor said to him, you've got to use this kind of ink. And he didn't use this kind of ink. He thought, it don't matter. And 
that's and the space came out great great yeah <laughs> so we i think he got in a bit of a bit of a flea in his ear for that i but still look, yeah i still think it looks great though. it does look but, great yeah. yeah but if you look on the other side you can see where he gets the sky and the space right later and yes, zero right. it's all right. blue you know but look and at then that, there's look at that, that uh that oh, cover that's, that's the yeah. one that we talked about we've actually that's, said quite a bit about this one and a couple of different shows uh, i think that's if there was any one piece of artwork in British comics, I, apart from maybe some Frank Bellamy pieces, yeah. I would want that. Yeah, that free is fall one, is, yeah, is intense. Yep. It's free wonderful, falling. isn't it? It's Insane. absolutely genius. That. If you genius. guys haven't seen uh, any of the videos back then we talk about uh, TV21, go back in, in, in the playlist and look at it because it's awesome. And then we talked about it a little bit later, I think on another uh, show, it might have been Randy's show, we talked about the just the artwork itself that particular yeah. piece of art amazing amazing well, see that stuff. see see that panel to the right with captain scarlet and captain yes. blue that yep. even as a kid because i'd be about 12 when that was published yeah that really stood out as a fantastic piece of storytelling because you see sure. captain scarlet shouting you see what he's shouting at which is captain blue and you see captain blue look at him and there's this truck coming to hit him right and cool. your right eye through. just goes right across it's absolutely brilliant yeah, definitely great composition on that. Now, I, I said I sent you a message. I've got this comic. Yeah, you said yeah. And yeah. I, I, we should probably do a something on that. I, that this amazing fact. It's I don't you can't see it. it's right behind that X Men there. But go ahead. Uh, this is great. It's this is written by Michael Mead. Michael lives in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. he's, a, he's a Kiwi as we call yep. him. Yep. And uh, he's written this. He, he, and he, he again he writes a different kind of slant to things mm -hmm. he in in the previous issues he, he did a lot on kirby's uh, fourth world and he puts it's great because he puts the he puts what's happening in the time like when fourth world came out you know angela davis was uh, prominent in uh, yes. you know the, the activist lady yep. and all, all and he puts he puts the times and you can get a feel of what was going on at the time and and that's what he does and it's just it's just great writing a nice little twist because i was like a little twist of things, you know. Sure. From well, a, that's and you, a different angle. You write like that too. I mean, yeah. you uh, you did the uh, Apollo missions. You did the ones that didn't go to the moon. The, that's right. The astronauts yeah. that didn't go, yeah. versus everybody talks about the people that did. Um, Nova. That this is one thing that I I'm a big fan of Nova anyway, and I've got uh, a few of these. It's funny because uh, it's funny that they're pictures of things that I've got. It's it's a it right. was really quite funny when I saw it. I'm like, well, anyway. I don't know anything about nova no after because it's again it's 1976 i wasn't reading i've seen it i saw right. it but I, I, I never bought it so i don't really i couldn't really say but i always like the character and again that was me back in the 80s that was i was a young kid back then and you know this is a and it's coming around now there's a lot of uh nova is going to be a big part of uh the i think if i'm not mistaken the mcu coming up so hopefully right hopefully it is but well, if yeah, it does, we'll, uh, we'll we'll have another article about it. There's yeah. always and Tony's always so pro Tony's so prolific. Look at the, I mean, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. He, he does such he, a good job. He, he writes We're so, so fortunate well. to have him part of this. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. David that, Sutherland. Yeah, really. he's he's a he, he drew. He's a British artist. He died, and uh, you know he's been drawing. He's been drawing forever. You know, and, it, yeah. and it, we didn't. I didn't realize he'd drawn so much because he. You can see the kind of style that he does for the, like, the Beano and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But it, these people are just fantastic, you know. 
And I'm glad that we've got another memorial. That's that's awesome. I, you know, it's hard because these all these amazing artists are moving on. You know, and it's that's right. But I'm glad that we're at least documenting it. I don't know who this guy is. But, I'm, uh, I'm not sure about this guy, but it looks pretty good to me. I can't wait for that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to bringing out uh, the third book because that's uh, yeah. we'll get you there. Um, okay, <clears throat> Mighty World of Marvel, a 50th anniversary celebration. Now this one um, is a little different. Uh, than what we're used to in the states. So yeah, this is this is British Marvel, right? And and that's obviously Captain Britain. Again, I, I don't know too much, but I do know Alan Davis, the artist, is one of the best. Yes. Oh yeah, British, British artists. He's wonderful. Yes. I think I think has he done work for he's done work for DC, hasn't he? Yes, I believe he has. Yes, great artist. Yep. But again, I don't know much about that production. Well, well Tony guess... does because Tony knows everything. You see. Yeah. Right. Well, that's that's why it's a. It's an international publication because we're bringing yeah. it in all different angles of different uh, things. It's just it's fantastic. Another uh, great, just amazing oh, that, covers. I'm so glad that you set this up this way. Beautiful. The way yeah. you've laid this out and envisioned one of my favorite characters. Absolutely one of my favorite characters. Ah, and there we are. Oh, there he is. Yep. New Haven Publishing. I'm glad that uh, that all worked out. And then there's Steve Keats. Oh, yeah. Steve's, yeah. Steve I, is... I, Amazing, amazing. Uh, again, I have to admit, I've not really read. I'd, I've never really read many DC comics. Went yeah. from when it went. I used to read Superman and uh, like Kurt Swan, but but the artwork on that is outstanding. And that cover there, oh, it is. It's incredible. Just lovely angle. Yeah, that that upward angle. It's just absolutely amazing. You I'm know, glad that you got that in the conversation because uh, he just passed. Uh, yeah, just passed. Vertigo, turn the world of comics upside down. Mm -hmm. Again, Tony, and we can talk about that. I mean, you guys, this is just to give an overview of the of the magazine and what is available in this issue, just so that you see the value. Phantom Stranger, I love the character. Always liked the character of Phantom Stranger. But Vertigo in itself, uh, I was uh I always liked their books. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Always liked their books. Look at that. Look at all those issues you can get there. Yeah, no, it's crazy. You did a lot of work before I signed on. Absolutely. Do you know, do you know that page is the hardest to do because yeah. I've only got one space left. Where am I going to put all available on Amazon on the next one? <laughs> right. And then the one after that, I'm going to be really, I'm going to have to go into two pages away. Right. Yep. And then of course you got the, uh, the podcast that's listed here on Thursdays at 10 o'clock uh, Eastern standard time. Uh, that's what you're listening to right now. This is, of course, pre-recorded, but man, that's a great, uh, great setup here. I'm glad that we had a chance to uh, to look through that. That is just awesome. It's a great issue. It really is a good issue. Do you think that uh, they're getting better as as we're I think they are. Yeah, I think yeah. the whole thing is getting better. It's good. I like. I love designing it because Tony sends me. If I haven't got the artwork, he sends me the scans. Yeah, and immediately I can see the kind of design I want to do. And that's based around the strength of the artwork. Like that Captain Britain, I had to cut him out. But yeah. it's such a strong drawing of him. It didn't need oh, yeah. any background. It's, and, it's and the and way just, that you, the composition of the whole books is fantastic. And we've should, said you know. before that, you know, less is more. I like to use the space around them and cut the buildings out or whatever. And, that's, and the other reason for that is that I don't want to reproduce it just as it is. I want to try and do Correct. something with it whilst stating that, we no we copyright have, belongs to me you know it's all that we have had some questions on uh 
on emails though about uh submissions if anybody is interested in writing an article do we i mean it depends if, i like to know some people you know before and we would we kind of go through a vexing process a little bit yeah i think problem. without being too uh arrogant um if it's good enough it'll go in yeah 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 it's just, but, but i would welcome people to send stuff but but they've got to they've got to realize that it's got to be say a thousand or fifteen hundred words it's it can't be three sentences yeah and it's uh, objective, positive yeah. towards the yeah. to the positive slant. I don't, uh, yes. I don't like to tear yes. down anybody. Yeah, That's we don't want somebody somebody who hates Spider Man writing an article. Correct. Why. Correct. We like to present Spider Man. Right. We try to keep it up and up. So, um, yeah. So yeah, I, I'm excited for this uh, this book to be coming out. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to receiving it here. I haven't gotten it yet, so it should be coming in the mail here soon. So, um, thanks, man. Thank you for going yeah, over it with good. us. That's okay. um, we have, uh, you guys can check it out on Glenn B. Fleming's Amazon page. Pick one of them up, pick all of them up. I think you'll be very, very happy if you got a collector in the family or you got somebody who really wants to learn about comics, the history of comics. This is the venue for it. This is definitely. Well, the next, the up. next thing is, and what I'm pushing for when I get five minutes is to contact people to get it out there in the stands. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I they think would, that they would be the you know, publisher, you know, yeah, right. And we've got a few things that are in the works too that we're going to be discussing off here. But um, thanks, man. Always good talking with you. Always yeah. good seeing you. Congratulations nice you. again on the traditional side of the publishing end of it. I know you're going to do fan just fantastic stuff with it. It's, I'm, I'm so, so excited for you. you. So excited for you. Um, anything else? Uh, no, I think that's it. Look, we are we going to do one of these live from your studio when I come over in August? Oh, absolutely. So yeah, we got a we got a Glenn and Ted tour coming up here soon. Uh, you're going to be coming over in August. Of course, we're going to do a live show. We cannot do not a live show, and, and we might even that. do some cooking too. I think we're going to do some cooking. Yeah, I got the, you got to get some curry chicken. You you promised. Yeah, so. yeah we got all that in hand, and we also need to do a drinking with drink, Davies. Drink with Davies, sure, we can do all that. Gin and tonic. Combine them. We'll do a combined. A real gin and tonic. <laughs> sure, we'll do a we'll do a marathon. All right. We'll do a marathon show. We'll do it so, every day and just post it through the week. That's right. That's right. We'll have a good time. Okay, man. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks yeah. again for stopping Thank in, everybody. Uh, like and share this out. If you can subscribe, that would be awesome. We'd love to have you part of uh, the tribe. And we will talk to you soon. Thanks so much, man. See you later. Welcome to the Comics Unlimited podcast. With your host, Glenn B. Fleming and Ted Davis.